This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, we're going on the podcast on a Tuesday. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I had a very tough day today. You did. I did, because I, when I got here and parked, uh, I realized I didn't have my wallet, which meant, A, I didn't have money on me, and part of my plan today was to buy lunch, and, well, that's out the window, although we did get free food today, which worked out well for me. And two, and probably more importantly, I didn't have my pass to get into the building, which on the surface, not that big a deal. The guard let me in. All good. Bridget Quinn met me on the elevator. Just we happened to show up at the same time, so she let me in. The problem is, throughout the course of the show in the morning, I need to go to the bathroom. You need your stupid pass to get in and out of our newsroom. Right. So, A, thank you for buying my parking uh, at 10 o'clock. You're welcome, Jerry. As I was about to head downstairs with you, I realized, wow, no wallet, no money, no parking. Right. Uh, And, B, I'd like to thank Bob Dwyer for constantly giving me his pass. So, I feel I'm no, uh, naked today. Also weird because now you're touching his pass, which he takes into the bathroom. Then you take it into the bathroom, then hand it back to him it's kind of like, you know, Craig brings his pass but leaves it in his office during the show. Yes. And he asks for my bathroom pass when he has to defecate. And then right. I know well, he probably didn't properly wipe because okay. he had to be back in time. And then well, he I, hands it back to me. And there was none of that. There was none of that. Okay, that's good. This was, and Bob will attest, in and out of the bathroom in 30 seconds. Just urinating. There was nothing that you're talking about. Got it. So no defecation. Okay. Defamication, whatever the right. word is. None of that. None of that going on. I would not think that's fair to Bob. All right. Disgusting. Yes. So I'm almost through it. I got an hour and 20 minutes to go, and I can go home and find my wallet. All right. You ever lose a wallet? Uh, No. Never? No. You've never lost a wallet? I've never lost You've a wallet. You've misplaced a wallet once or twice. I've forgotten my my uh, card to get in the building and the bathrooms. I have. But you've never misplaced your wallet no. in your condo? Nope. How is that possible? Because I have a spot for it when I walk in the oh, door. That's a great and answer. I grab it when I'm leaving. All right. Good answer. Maybe I should start that. That's right. Because I am just, I don't know where the hell it is. I generally do not lose anything. I use pens until they run out of ink because <laughs> I do not lose them. Got it. So like the governor, he's had a pen for 18 years. Yes. You could have a pen for 18 years. I could easily have a pen for 18 years. Got it. I wanted to address something, though, Jerry. I handle the uh, Twitter account for uh, Boomer and Carton. Yes. The, the show account, the at Boomer and Carton. Got it. And when the governor is on, I get a lot of uh, critical uh, tweets sent to me. I'm sure you do. I just wanted to give you a rundown of some of the more common things that I get on Twitter (laughs) on days when the governor fills in and (laughs) if I could give answers to them. I could only imagine what these are going to say. So they're all mostly the same. Well, let me run a couple things through. Okay. Number one, when when one of the show hosts or both of the show hosts go on vacation... I do not pick the fill-in. 
I don't decide when the governor comes in. I don't decide when Chris Sims is here. I don't right. decide when Phil Sims is here. They le- The radio station leaves that up to the host who is remaining. And when there's no boomer in Carton, Mark Chernoff chooses that person. Right. So, number one, I don't choose the person, whether you like them or not. Number two, the ratings do not go down when Governor Christie fills in for Boomer or when Phil Sims fills in for Craig. How about that? They don't. So as much as you can tell me how much you hate somebody, ratings-wise, it does not move. Wow, I didn't know that. And that's nothing against Boomer. As I said, when it's Boomer and Phil Sims, they don't move either. Right. I think that's all I had. That's it. No, that's cool. Uh, By the way, I learned something this morning. Yes. Very interesting. I learned that you're not the one that doesn't want me to fill in. Uh, right. <laughs> I would uh, I would choose, uh, in the in my world, the proper thing to do is if Boomer wasn't here, Jerry, you stay in the studio, and me and Eddie, we talk more than usual. All of us. I agree. And when uh, Craig's not here, same thing. But the radio station doesn't like doing that, or the hosts don't like doing that. Right. I'm not sure which. Some combination. Sure. All so good. that's that. That's that. I wanted to get that out of the way, I Jerry. think we got a couple of... How about this? We actually did some show-related stuff here in the first five yes, minutes. Yes, post-game-related things. About time. God. Now, back to what we normally do, Jerry. A man in Wyoming cut his penis off, and he threw it down the air conditioning shaft. Wow. <laughs> that would be good. Well, I mean, that's what we do. That I is mean, what is we that, do. But is that not the story? It's close. Oh. This is a close <laughs> one. kidding. Uh, Modesto, California. A man set his underpants on fire <laughs> in a Walgreens on Saturday, prompting a store oh, evacuation. A man named Andrew, 45 years old, reportedly told the police in Modesto that he had an accident. And when he could not remove his underwear, he attempted to use a lighter to burn them off. <laughs> He then tossed the burning underwear into a toilet, extinguishing the fire and generating enough smoke to fill the bathroom. To which set off the smoke alarms, to which set off people being run out of the Walgreens. Wow. He exited the store after admitting to employees that he had started the fire. Police found and arrested him in a nearby neighborhood. (sighs) What do you do with that? Well... He was not arrested for doing what he did, but when they went to talk to him, they found out that Andrew had two felony warrants issued from nearby Sacramento. Hmm. Let me ask you this, Jerry. Have you ever pooped your pants as an adult? I have not. You have not? No, I have not. Have you? I have. You have? I have. As an adult? As an adult. All right, hold on. Were you drunk? No. Were you on medicine? Nope. Were you preparing for a colonoscopy? I was not. Okay. Say say, say yes to something. No. Please. See, this is, and this is the thing, Jerry. As an adult, you've had ch- times when you've really had to go and you were hoping you would make it. Sure. Right. Of course. Well, and, I, and I have made and it. And you have. Yes. When you have one incident where it does not work and you do not make it, that will always <laughs> be in your head when you have to go. Uh, Yeah. And I can explain my situation, Jerry. I was 28 years old. I was living in Florida. And uh, an old girlfriend of mine who I had uh, remained friendly with, she was moving to Seattle. Okay. And uh, I was helping her. It was her and her roommate. I was helping them 
uh, box up stuff. So the girls uh, ordered pizza. And I was eating this pizza and it was my stomach. It was rumbling in my stomach. But I thought I'm not going to. They had a small apartment. I didn't want to use the bathroom when people were helping to pack up and move. And I just thought I'll, I'll wait. be I'll wait. Yeah. I'll be good to go. By the way, I had a brand new car at the time, which comes into play. <laughs> so she lived in Tampa. I needed to go across the bridge past St. Petersburg and to, I lived in a town called Oldsmar. Right. So as I'm driving over this long bridge, I think, you know what I'm going to do? I have my key card for the radio station I work at, which is just over the bridge. It was two o'clock in the morning. I thought, I'm not going to suffer this whole ride home. I'll stop off at the radio station, use the bathroom. There'll be no one at the radio station except for the one guy who's on who's on the air. Right. I'll be on my merry way. So I parked in the in the parking lot, and as I'm walking towards the radio station building, you know, as you get closer to the toilet, the urge goes more. Right. You you feel like your body knows. Your body knows. So I was running to the door, and as I was running, it. Happened. Happened. Mud. Smelly mud. Warm. (laughs) Smelly mud. (laughs) All, and it was flowing. Oh, God. Are you kidding? I got to a downstairs bathroom in this office building, (laughs) and I got in the stall. How mortified were you? Well... My jeans were shot. <laughs> my underwear clearly shot. My socks and my sneakers. Oh, God, dude. Shot. You have diarrhea? I did. Very bad. From the pepperoni or something. From the pizza, probably. something. The oils just destroyed your insides. Something. There have been times where you get pizza from a new place mm-hmm. and there are extra oils on it. They cook it differently, and you you feel it in your stomach. Right. I very, I've never had the issue where I wasn't home when that happened. Right. So I've been fine. I could see how that could happen. The shame of it is you are so close. So close. And yet so far away. But what do you do now? I'm in the bathroom. And you've got no clothes. And I have no clothes. It is 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I think you run to your car. In what? Nothing. You streak nude to your car. What do you do? Well, good question. What did I do, Jerry? <laughs> Took your shirt off and put your shirt around your junk. Slid back into the jeans. Oh. Oh, my God. You, hold on. <laughs> Get this visual. Mm-hmm. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Yes. There's nobody around. Office complex that housed the radio station. Okay. And there's no cars around, right? It's pretty empty. Couple cars. Couple cars. Your car's there. How far would the walk have been from the exit to your... Like, it never dawned on you? No, it did. It was... It was. Well, here's the problem, too. This was in the era when, you know, it got to be no smoking in buildings. Oh, so people could be outside. Right. And the radio station on-air guys would put a record on, come down and smoke it, and they'd stand right in front of the building. So you, as an adult 28-year-old male... Yes. Uh, ...put on a crap-stained pair of pants. I had a slide... Freshly crap-stained. Yeah. And at that point, they were... It was cold. Luckily, I had a gym bag. No, there's no luckily here. <laughs> I had a gym bag in my car. A brand new car, as right. I mentioned. I had a gym bag back there. 
So I knew I had clothes. So I ran out there. I ran back in. What? You ran out and back in my jeans? Crap stained yes. pants? <laughs> Just go home. <laughs> my car was brand new. Could you imagine if someone saw no. you? No. <laughs> you smell that? Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> so I run back in. I grab the gym bag. I run back in. I take all my clothing. I put it in the garbage, but I'm not going to leave it in there. Right. So uh, I then clean myself with toilet paper in the sink. (laughs) This is coming from a guy who wipes down his desk every time he comes because he's worried about germs. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, I threw all my clothing in the dumpster out back. (laughs) Lit a match. And went, went back into my car and drove home. Wow. Yeah. How bad did your car smell? Because uh, well, while it was better, it was not good. It was not good. I, I had a beach towel that I laid down on the seat, and I drove home with the windows open. How would you feel about yourself the next morning? Not good. <laughs> but the thing it really does is it plays his mind games on you now, because now, you know, I don't want to go to the bathroom here at work, so I'm like, oh, I'll wait till I get home. But that is always in the back of my head that it did happen one time. That's horrendous, dude. Yes. That is brutal. Now, let me ask you, as you're driving home, so you yeah. just pooped yourself, mm-hmm. right? You've had poop running down your leg. Your sneakers are ruined because they're brown stained Sneakers, now. Your socks, socks are gross. All, no, they're all thrown out. You've had the I'm barefoot. indignity of actually having to put those pants back on yes. for a short time. Mm-hmm. At what point did you say to yourself, because it had to have come across your mind, that's it, I'm done, no more of these crappy foods, I'm, I'm drinking water, and I'm... You no. never thought of that? It did not cross well, my mind. Well, have you ever, when you've had food poisoning, have you never had those thoughts, like, I'm not going to eat this crap anymore? Uh, yeah, if I, yeah, if I've, uh, but normally the food poisoning would have to be something I vomit. Yeah, if, well, I'm, if I'm pooping it, it doesn't, really? doesn't See, bother I would think, me. Really? I would think both ways. Yeah, I, really I don't know. Would. It did not cross my mind. Back then, I did not think about anything that I ate at all. Boy, I, oh, well, that was back then, right? Yeah. You were fat and sloppy. I wasn't fat yet. Oh, not yet. Not yet. So your period of being fat or being heavy or Heavier. Over, whatever you want to call it, yes, was between what years? Then you're you're probably seven uh, now. So yeah. in your thirties, two thousand five, you gained how much weight? Uh, I think the most I was up to was like one seventy seven. Oh, that's not that's not heavy. Yeah, that's the most I've ever weighed. Oh, you make it see every time I've talked to you, you make it seem like you weighed two hundred pounds. And you oh, had a bag no. of potato chips no, no, and no. had the bologna for lunch. No, I used to eat whatever I wanted. And I was up to 177. Well, that's not a big deal. Not terrible. No, you weigh six, you're almost six feet tall. Oh. So you're never heavy. Oh. No, so, I would say that was heavy. I had a gut. Yeah, but you weren't heavy. All right. You were probably right where you should be as opposed Maybe. to being now a frail, <laughs> boneless, <laughs> you know, fatless. I don't know why. I mean, you just, you know, you got pegs for legs. Yes, I do have peg legs. I mean, it's really, it's amazing. And that's you why nothing I, but, uh, you know, fresh kill. That's why the uh, the poop ran right down my jean legs. God damn, that's disgusting. Yeah, it was very disgusting. You feel better about yourself? You just gave to put that out there? Yeah, I'm doing that in case there are other people who've had this why problem. Why did you even think of that? Because this guy, I did the story about the guy who, oh, that's right. who pooped his pants in the Walgreens and then lit his underwear on fire. I didn't think to light my clothing on fire. I forgot how this whole thing started. Yes. Uh, yeah, you probably should have done that. Yes. Because at some light point, my... some poor bastard's going to look in the thing and go, oh. Like that dumpster. Disgusting. At least I didn't leave it just in the garbage in the bathroom. But I'll tell you, we started really well with just like show-related stuff. Yes. 
And boy, did we jump the tracks real quick. Oh, went went off uh, quickly, off Jerry. The off the rails. Here's something interesting. Uh, people love to tan, Jerry. Self-tanner. You're not. Yeah. A, I don't see you as a tanning guy. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I like going to the beach. I like laying out by the pool and jumping right. in the pool. But I'm not, oh, I got to put, you know. You do it for relaxation. You yes. don't do it for. I don't care about the, uh, the complexion of the skin or anything right. like that. You don't care if you're super white. No. Doesn't bother you. No, now in fairness, I've never had that type of skin. Right. So you do have an olive type skin yes. in some ways. I, I, well, no, it is. Yeah. Your children as well. Uh yes. Although You're my older. younger, he's got the same skin I have, and my youngest a little fairer. Yeah. My sister has one kid that's got very olive skin. Okay. And the other ones. The other ones not so much. This okay. one, the one gal though. The one gal. And she had her with like First. With her husband? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, his family, uh, his sisters have darker skin. Got it. Uh, so maybe she got it from them. Who knows? It's like that Italian olive skin. Right on. Very nice. Yes. Uh, well, people that don't have that, Jerry, they do self-tanner and such. Uh, here's an interesting thing, though, that people are doing. They're using Coca-Cola as a self-tanner. What does that even mean? It means they're taking Coca-Cola and pouring it all over their bodies, and the dye in the Coca-Cola does pigment the skin. People that's, are self-tanning using Coke. That's real comforting for people that drink Coca-Cola. What is it doing inside of you? <laughs> tanning you. And I love Coke. Yeah. Not that I drink it very often, but I do have it once in a while. I love a Coke Zero. So I have tan kidneys? Uh, something. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, stomach, something. Wow. You do, really? You drink Coke Zero? Sometimes. Not a lot. I would have Maybe taken once you, a week. I would have taken you for like a club soda and slice of lime guy. I do like a club soda and I a... I do s- like a club soda and a slice of lime. No, Yum. No. Slice of orange. Orange. Yes. Got it. That's the way to go. Uh, so yeah, people are self-tanning with this, Jerry. I can't imagine they're like... Who are these what, people? Who are these people? Like four people in Kalamazoo you don't know. I don't to know. try this and I we wrote an article about them? We don't know, Jerry. Enough people that someone made an article about it. Where's and that's enough from? for me. Where's your article from? It doesn't... This doesn't even have a byline. Right. These just come to my uh, mailbox, Jerry. I don't know where some of these articles come from. It's a good thing you didn't put that on the show sheet. Craig would have went delivered. to that before break. <laughs> when I get here at work in the morning, Jerry, there's a big package of show topics. Got it. And they're just in a package. This was in that package. That was in the package. With no other information. I would think it'd be sticky, though. I have a lovely tan, but my skin is sticky from the Coca-Cola. What do you think is worse? Diet? I hate when people go... You know what's worse? Diet soda is worse for you than... It's all chemicals. It's all bad. I do it's believe there's probably more chemicals in the diet soda. So if you drink... I think people that have multiple cans of soda a day... Yes, trouble. You're better off with the regular soda because I do think there are less chemicals in it. That having been said, I am with you. It's what it is. It's Craig, not water. Craig's a big soda guy. Yeah. Bobby Dwyer, who works uh, in oh the back. Oh, my God, does he drink a lot of slamming soda. Slamming cans of Coke all yeah, day long. Yeah, he does. I'm good for one Diet Coke, I would say, twice a week. Yeah. No doubt, twice a week. I'm with you with uh, Coke Zero. Once a week, maybe twice a week. Yeah. Other than that, I drink water for and, the most part and coffee. And uh, do you prefer a fountain soda or a bottle slash can? I prefer a can of Coke. Really? Yes, I do. More so than the fountain soda. Well, oh, I love a fountain soda. I do too. I would prefer the can of Coke, though. All right. If it's, you were, 
you're going to self-tan with the Coke, would you go can of Coke or the I would go can soda? of Coke. I feel like there's less water in it. I want right. to get as much syrup on the skin as possible. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. We're stupid. Uh, Jerry, I hate to break bad news to you this early. We're not even, uh, we even haven't even really. Day's almost over. Haven't really officially hit summer yet. Oh. And yet UPS has come out and said that uh, expect higher prices this Christmas season for your packages. Okay. Because they have to hire more people, more trucks, more airplanes. And they're passing that on to you. So they have to buy more airplanes. So that's $2 billion, <laughs> and my package price is going to go up a dime? <laughs> I mean, good Lord. Well, you're, they're going to also need you to send more packages this year. Well, that might help. Yeah, I'm not a big uh, I'm not big on sending the packages. Now with eBay, I have sold some things. You have, and I you know I like the idea of eBay because it's fun. You sell stuff, and you get that little uh, cash register sounder when someone wins the bid or places a bid. It's all good. God, then it comes time to actually have to ship the thing. Yeah, that's a pain in the it neck. It is such a pain in the ass. Have you ever had trouble with an eBay transaction where, like, the person didn't pay right or the person complained once they got the package that it wasn't as they thought it was going to be? Yes, about a month ago, I had a new pair of sneakers mm-hmm. that I never opened. I got them for my birthday. I forgot I had them. And long story short, I figured, eh, I might as well just I'll put them on eBay and try and get 40 bucks. I think the sneakers were $90 or something. And I got the forty. I think I put it up as a bid, starting at thirty dollars. I think I got forty five out, forty five bucks for. All them. right. Well, a week later, the guy that won the bid, and there were seven bids on it from seven different people. The guy that won it still hadn't paid me. Like, what do you do? So I sent him the message. I'm like, hey, I ain't shipping this until you pay me. And he wrote back, I'm so sorry. I'll send it tomorrow. I forgot. Another week goes by, and dude, I'm about to give you a bad rating. You gotta pay me or whatever and then he literally within 10 minutes he paid me there but like why are you chase people right don't bid on it if you don't want it right annoying they're nice sneakers too did you ever make purchases on ebay no i've only sold i've never bought anything if i buy something online i do it with the amazon prime thing i'm a jig right i bought that's what i do because of the alexa app i have that now yes so i buy stuff find some good stuff too like i bought my son an ear uh, the jaw flap for the batting for the batting helmet Mm mm-hmm it was the only place I could find it. I went to Models. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. I went to Monkey Sports and Woodbridge. Nobody had it. Amazon had it. Let's see if we can make someone's Alexa say something. Alexa, what's the weather? Be awesome. I'm. By the way, if someone's listening to this in their living room, it's very possible. Absolutely, no doubt. So, hmm. is that it? I mean, you look at you get out of stuff. I was trying to think out their Alexa things I could tell their Alexa to do. But no, I'm I am officially out of stuff, Jerry. You know when I'm doing uh, using Coca Cola as tanning as a tanning self tanner yeah. that I've I've hit kind of hit the bottom of my so that's articles. It. Okay, mm-hmm. but the warm up show, if I do recall, Jerry, I remember it like it was just hours ago. It was. It was about four hours. Oh, ago. about four hours ago. Yeah, we had we did a ago. terrific job. Governor Christie back tomorrow. Or He's is not. Back? Boomer is back. Boomer's back. So lay off the Twitter, folks. Leave us alone. Leave me alone. All right. But, yeah, it was good. It, it usually is good. Oh, uh, the warm-up show? Yes, yeah. it was very good today. I suggest if you haven't checked it out, like, you All do right. it now. Check it out. It is up next here on the podcast. Cool. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning on a Tuesday. This portion brought to you by ADT. What's up, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. So late start for the Mets. Uh, they were in Los Angeles taking on Clayton Kershaw. And before you sat down, it was essentially a 7 nothing game in the second inning. Zach Wheeler, I don't, know if you, I don't know if you went back and saw any of it. But oh, I saw it, Jerry. Zach Wheeler 
couldn't get anybody out. The, the first five guys get on base. He's got a home run to Bellinger, another home run in the second inning, Turner and Bellinger. Uh, now, to their credit, they do come back from 7 nothing down. They get to 8-6, and they would give up more runs, and Jose Reyes uh, strikes out with the bases loaded, and so be it. But, boy, oh, boy, Zach Wheeler got lit up last night. Yeah, give, giving up a lot of home runs. Uh, Jose Reyes had two home he runs, did. but then strikes out in the big spot. On a pitch so, that was in his eyes. If you were Jose Reyes, Jerry... At the end of that game, do you do you feel like I did my part this evening? Because he had two home runs, he did but he did strike runs. out with the bases loaded in a tight he spot. Did. See, I... if I'm him, I'd be like, I did hit two home runs. Someone else could have helped. I can't hit get a hit every at bat. You're not wrong. The problem is he has been in such a horrendous slump. It's good to break out a little bit. But, God, the the spot was there for him. And I don't know if, you know, Wilmer Flores came up before him. And with the way the ball is jumping out of the ballpark, my God, it looked like he hit not only a home run, it would have been a three-run. I thought it was a three-run homer out of the stadium, and the ball gets caught on the warning track. So, uh, But I'm with you, Jose Reyes. Not terrible. Bad in a big spot, though. And I hate watching these former Mets. Like Daniel Murphy, obviously, we can't stand now because sure. uh, he's got like 29 straight games where he got has gotten on base against yeah. the Mets. And this Justin Turner is another one. Four for four, home run, two RBI singles, and a walk. Oh, by the so way, so annoying. He's really good. You know, it's funny because I think he's batting three ninety nine now. Now, and I don't think he qualifies for the league leaders because he missed about a month or so. But that having been said, I was listening coming in a little bit, and a couple of callers made reference to Justin Turner and how the Mets screwed that up. The Mets did not screw that up. No one wanted Justin Turner back at the time. He was a nice player. He was not this player. He has gone to Los Angeles, and he has become an average Major League ball player that had a couple of good moments to a guy in the middle of a really good lineup that is killing the ball and has now for a few years. They call that, Jerry, change of scenario. And it's worked out for him, and good for him, and that's fine. And one other thing, Fernando Salas, I mean, enough. He comes in, the first batter. Again, one of these. Yeah, out of the ballpark, jackass. Come Pointing on. to the sky. Oh, yeah, terrible. And why does this Yankee prospect, this Gliber Torres, why does he need Tommy John surgery? A torn ulnar collateral Ooh, ligament or ulnar. whatever the hell it's called. Yes. But that's not in his throwing arm. It's not. So let me ask you this. This is a legitimate question. I'm not trying to be stupid. Before You're Tommy Before Tommy John had his surgery, which I thought was just for your throwing arm, what would they have called this? This guy's not getting surgery, or he is getting Might surgery. Might have ended his career. Now, non-throwing arm, perhaps not. But for a pitcher, if you would have had this injury before Tommy John surgery, I would imagine it would have ended your career. Oh, because that was—he was the first one. If I have this right, he was the first one to have the or at least baseball player to have this surgery and come back and pitch after having it, which is why it's theoretically named after him. But I would think you don't play anymore. Hmm. How about that? When I heard it was on his non-throwing arm, I was like, get out there, put a glove on. <laughs> uh, I I don't know what the effects would be. Maybe he can't hit with it. I don't know. He's got a torn maybe, ligament in his elbow. Maybe he just lays limp, his arm. <laughs> I don't think his arm That's what limp. I was concerned about. I don't think so. And Jerry, there's a pitcher on the Royals, uh, Peter Moylins. Oh, yeah, Peter Moylins. Yeah. Uh, they've turned their season around, evidently, they tell me. I yeah, don't they've follow won eight these. of nine. Oh, eight of nine. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So this story is real then. Uh, Not necessarily. They're saying uh, they're giving credit to the turnaround to uh, Peter Moylan's espresso machine. How's that? Which he has brought into the locker room. And he thinks that the players are into this drink that he makes. He calls it the Sleggiato. So, you know, instead of a macchiato, Jerry. No kidding, Al. (laughs) Sleggiato. It's uh, espresso with uh, chocolate milk. 
and he put it in his locker and he started making them for the players. They got a little jacked up, a little extra excitement. Uh, they're doing well. As you said, I think you mentioned eight of nine, Jerry. Yes. And they're crediting this espresso machine. Now, so, Boomer's tried that here. Boomer, Boomer brought in some sort of it was good. espresso machine. but I don't like espresso, so it's hard for me to drink it. Yeah, this espresso is just like super concentrated coffee, right? So it's like performance-enhancing macchiatos they're having? Yes. Now, listen, Whatever if you put works. chocolate milk in anything, it tastes good. I'm, my guess mm, is it's not most... Not necessarily. It's, Why don't you try chocolate milk and lemonade? <laughs> Probably not so good. That would not be good. Probably not so good. But if Boomer would have showed up with his espresso machine here with chocolate milk into the espresso, that would be better. That I might be interested in. I agree. Because espresso is kind of bitter and it's very strong. Very strong. My brother loves espresso. Now, are you supposed to do do that as a shot or sip it? I don't know. We were making full cups like it was coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a little bit much. Oh. I think. Because isn't espresso, you get that little cup? Yeah, the little tiny uh, cup. Like you're, I think uh, you're supposed adult. to. Some, some people tell me you're supposed to do a shot of it. Mm. I've seen other people sip. Well, well, and don't you put the zambuca in the espresso? I don't know what that is. Zambuca. Is this is again? You an... trying not to sound stupid? <laughs> is that an alcohol, Jerry? <laughs> no, Al. Well, you can't have it's these. Ca- water. The Royals can't have uh, zambuca in I didn't their say espresso. They were putting in their espresso. I the... said most people that drink espresso put a shot of zambuca in it. They put chocolate milk in it, and then I, I just learned this over the weekend at a. Um, at my niece's graduation party, mm. if you take a regular coffee and instead of putting uh, milk and sugar in it, you put a teaspoon of a, uh, hot cocoa mix in its place, also delicious. It's called the Cafe Mocha, Al. Oh. <laughs> I might introduce those here, bring in the espresso <laughs> we machine. We used to have, it's funny, we used to have um, a Cafe Mocha machine in Astoria. Do you remember that? In the back by the vending machines? And when it first... Uh, was brought into the studio. I think I had about seven of them on one overnight shift and promptly lost it when I got home. Oh, lost it. A little bit much. Yes, meaning... Oh, I see. Out, gone, see ya, evacuation. I don't go for these uh, coffees that are made in a machine. Like if you you go get your car, your oil changed, and they have like a coffee machine in there where you press the... Oh, I want a... uh, You know, you press the various buttons. I'll go Keurig or real coffee. So in the past, if it wasn't... You would have drank the coffee pot at the Yeah, the, at coffee the pot. Yeah, I would have had a coffee Why pot at the car Because I feel like in a machine, it's not a real coffee. What do you think it is? I need this uh, Peter Moylan's espresso machine <laughs> stat <laughs> yeah. brought here. Hey, speaking of stat, did you see Amari Stoudemire is open to coming back to the Knicks? <laughs> Where is he now? Why would they want He just won a championship in Israel. Oh, Israel. So he came back. He's in Miami, or at least was in Miami yesterday. And someone caught up with him. I figure it was the post of the news had the article and the quotes. So what are you thinking of doing? Well, I guess playing again is one of his op- retirements an option. Playing again is an option. He'd like to win an NBA championship. And they brought up the Knicks. And he said, oh, yeah, I'd be open to that. Oh, I'll come back. Why would the Knicks be open to that? Yeah, add him with Joakim Noah. That'll be great. That must be great going from, like, you're in a country where we're the best at basketball, right? Yeah. Or pick your sport. Here, we're probably the best at basketball. We could beat any country. And then you're good enough to be in the NBA. Then you go to, like, Israel. You must just dominate. Well, didn't he own the team, right? Didn't he buy the team or have part ownership in that team and then played as well, and he's a champion now? It's like, who was that uh, Knicks player who was somewhat troubles trouble here and went over to China? Stefan Marbury. Yeah, and dominated. Just dominated. And he's like, they love him out there. I need to find something I'm really good at here. And then go to a country that they're not great at it, and mm-hmm. then I go as the dominant guy. 
well, that I don't might know not what I do. happen in this lifetime. I don't know what I do that would do that, but something like that. You could be the greatest uh, producer in Cambodia. Like someone who's <laughs> a, a good bowler here. She just pick a country where they suck at bowling and go, I'm going to go <laughs> to, you know, Australia and be the dominate most dominant the bowler ever. <laughs> this portion brought to you by ADT, protecting what matters most for over 140 years. ADT is more than a sign in your yard. It's 24-7 monitoring for your peace of mind. Visit ADT.com. We have a lot we haven't gotten to, and we're going to have a few minutes on the other side. Plus, it'll be Craig and Chris Christie at 6 on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Right, welcome back. This portion brought to you by GNC. If you're just waking up, the Dodgers beat the Mets 10-6. Justin Turner and Cody Bellinger are combined Seven for nine, three home runs, eight RBIs, and four runs scored. Mets lose even though they hit four home runs off of Clayton Kershaw. Uh, tonight, Robert Gazelman and Brandon McCarthy. Yankees facing the Angels with Pineda and Parker. Bridwell will have it for you on the fan. Yankees lead Boston by a half game. Red Sox did lose last night. This portion brought to you by GNC now through July 5th. It's GNC's summer savings, event, uh, summer savings event. Get hot value starting at $9.99 on your favorite essentials. Vitamins, fish oil, probiotics, and more. Change begins at GNC. A couple of topics left go. Did you see uh, video of John Gruden's son. I did. Deuce. Yes, I did. He's a power lifter. He Strong looks like boy. he looks like John Gruden's head put on a guy who <laughs> like really, a cartoon character. Yeah, who really works out a lot. Yeah, well, it's he, probably all natural too. He said when he was a kid, he used to go to the Bucks uh, training facility, and his father would put him in the squat rack. At what point do you think? Kids like that, men like that, look at themselves and say, "Whoa, I've gone a little too far." There's a little much Never. with the. I don't know about that. I mean, he was very muscular. Yeah, very muscular, this kid. I guess it would probably be, Jerry, when you have to start buying new clothing because you're so muscular, you can't get in them. Well, you've bought new clothing because you lost 50 pounds. Do you, have you looked in the mirror and said, geez, what have I done to yeah, myself? Yeah, what am I doing here? Look at those peg legs. Hmm. And then uh, the Cavaliers, for some reason, got rid of their GM. Contract problems. Yeah, and they said LeBron was not consulted. He, tw- I know. <laughs> well, that's the headline. No ex- one told LeBron about it. Do you, ex- do you expect to be consulted if there are changes upcoming no, at the I radio station? No, I expect the door's going to be locked one day and my card's not going to work. And I'm going to go home. Jerry, we're considering some moves. It's your chance oh, to be oh. up.